Ryan, right. can you say juicy bits again? Juicy bits again. <laughs> Welcome to the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Ryan. And I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. Well, no, no, we, we, we're quiet for the music. I mean, even though it really doesn't matter, but yeah. Um, I usually cut this out. Yeah, so uh, if you're li- if you're listening, there's a uh, there's a voice on here because I always, we we like always forget to do this. Um, we've got our friend Ryan from Sixty Cycle Hum. Uh, hey, is it in Enterprise now? <laughs> it's a, it's an LLC, you know. Okay. Like I feel like you're almost becoming the Empire in the Star Wars universe. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, I've I've you know been evil for a long time, so it's finally <laughs> nice to have enough you know corporate structure below me to you know really work on the Death Star that I've been working on in my mind. You know, could you guys just like next time just cover that hole so they can't shoot it? <laughs> like, like it's all, I mean, yeah, we can like, deal with it next week if price is no object, but yeah. like, I, I, mean, I get some estimates. You know, like estimates. all like all big you know government contracts, we went with the lowest bidder. You know, it is right. what it is. Uh, you know, it's all it's only the size of a womp rat. You know, <laughs> okay. and there's no womp rats in space. So, like, why? What are we even worried can, about? Can, can we talk I mean, about womp rats are no bit larger than two meters? I'm two that's meters a big, tall. That's, that's a, a big rat. giant rat. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going around in some like airplane shooting from the sky. Yeah. If you can't shoot like a two meter object with your space fighter jet thing, <laughs> like what technology do you even have? Like <laughs> they had guided missiles and everything. And then he, he, he put it up. He's like, no. No, nah, never mind. It. Use the floor. I can hit this big thing. <laughs> well, not only is it two meters, I'll use the floor to impress everyone with this. <laughs> I hit this big uh, thing with my it, laser guns. It has to reach the vent and then take a hook into the thing too. They don't yeah, talk about that. Backspin on uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a trick shot champion. He used the force <laughs> to put backspin on a laser blast. <laughs> he's, he used to hustle. <laughs> <laughs> he used to go down to Mose Isley and hustle people. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is Ryan from Sixty Cycle. <laughs> oh, yeah, they told me to talk about Star Wars going into it, so that's just I'm just doing what they said. So sorry everyone yeah. that doesn't care about Star Wars. If you if anyone's listened to the first few episodes, like all the first ten episodes are all Star Wars references. I think we made it to six. Oh yeah. I I, I don't know. Anywho. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Big Ear Pedals. Uh, Ryan nice. likes bigger pedals. I do. So we, yeah, we were talking about that. Anywho, um, so go check out BigEarPedals.com. Um, they just were running a special, which I'm sure is probably going to be over for. They were doing fifty dollars off any pedal. Yeah, that ended Dang. quick. Yeah, you find yourself a pedal that's worth forty dollars, and they have to give you ten month, ten dollars. So that they had the Black Betty and the White Betty on there, and they were sold out. Ah, uh, yeah. I believe that's the their uh, lowest price pedal. I don't even know their prices. I'm assuming they're normal pedal prices. Yeah, they're uh, like one seventy nine ish, one eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they I float around there. Off is is significant. Like that's not a joke. Like the, I think the L is one seventy nine, and you love your L, don't you? Well, the L's the L's really great. Yeah, that, the first time almost... I played it, I was like, Grant, I want this. Give me this. 
that was uh that's usually on your board isn't it uh you know i yeah i rotate that sort of effect right. in and out pretty often like i've i'm not dedicated to one reverb pedal at all times so it's, it it comes on and off my board but i can definitely recommend it i mean but you're not really known for reverb or anything like that no no you know it's, it's you know i only if i'm feeling extra sassy will i play a reverb i still remember whenever uh ryan we're in our little group that we don't talk about and uh you were talking about chasing the tri the drippy dragon uh -huh. and I, I was like i was like yeah i want what he's on and then i was like oh oh, oh never mind yeah <laughs> what what is that a euphemism for is that i don't what, know what, it sounded good isn't though. chasing the dragon a heroin reference yeah yeah oh, but what's well, so, like the the, the 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 std that that what? gives you a drippy wiener what's that is it chlamydia or is that kind of real is it syphilis? One of them gives you a drippy wiener. I don't. I don't remember which one. This and is why. This is why you guys don't have me on the show normally. And we're batting one thousand for the, for having Ryan mention any form of genitalia. On so episode. thank you, Big Ear Pedals, for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, sponsorship. You were still the sponsorship spot. Well, I mean, if we're going to do what's new, it sounds like Ryan has something he needs to talk about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, Ryan, since you since you, you know, you go through quite a bit of gear doing uh, the demos and everything. What's some of the new <coughs> sorry demos you've been doing? Oh, I just did the JHS uh, three series that they just came out with three more of them. I wonder if that was intentional. Are they going to do three at a time? The three by three, three by three. Yeah, I did. Uh, they've got the flanger, the flange, a phaser, which I pronounced correctly, and a hall reverb. Um, and the hall reverb is very nice. I recommend it. Yeah, it is uh, like a mega ambient machine. It has, it literally has, pretty close. I mean, I can't say for certain because I haven't gotten to the end of it, but I'm, I'm going to say it's pretty close to having an infinite reverb trail. So. These the prices on these are so insane. I've I've started to wonder if maybe Josh Scott has you know kids that are finally old enough to solder. <laughs> and like, and oh, he, he did that series of fuzzes he, where his family built them. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I can make some real money off of this, and I don't even have to pay him. And now he's just over there like doing the evil Mister Burns thing with his hands. Yeah, I I think what you know. It, that was all sarcasm, by the way. I don't think Josh is using child labor. No, 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 he's not. He wouldn't use children. He uses animals. Um, so. <laughs> he's, trained, he's trained a family of raccoons to build this, this ostrich does the microchips. <laughs> uh, I, I honest, I was thinking about this because I like if he took that Hall reverb and put it in a regular box with you know a regular graphic. And fancy knobs or something like that, and put the red remote, red remote uh, jack on the side, like two hundred dollars all day. Yeah, it could be a two hundred dollar pedal. Right. Like, I, 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 it's like, how is that working? Like, it, I, I think they they sell the three series in a level of bulk that they weren't fully expecting. So, like, yeah. the profit margins can be lower, but right. also I think that they start off like not doing a ton of R&D. They're starting with classic circuits or like circuits that they've already worked on in the past and maybe shelved them or something. Yeah. So it's like the R&D is really low. Uh, they're putting everything in the same exact box so they can probably order those those boxes unprinted for super duper cheap. 
because they're yeah. doing bulk on a level that they can't do with the other boxes. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of little things that add up to like, okay, we can just barely make a $99 pedal work profit margin wise versus our standard $200 pedals, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you think of the economics on that, they need to, they need to turn a profit on $50. Right. They're, they're wholesaling all this stuff. So. Oh, totally. Yeah. The, the people don't realize a retailer can take up to half like yeah. Oh, yeah. easily easily and you know you lose money in shipping and everything else and you know their profit margin is not you know 50 percent of the value of that right you know <laughs> starting off like they already probably only have you know like and then they've got an electric bill and like all this other stuff that they've got to... yeah ah. it's 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 daunting to think about like the size of a company you would need to be to to make a $99 pedal um, that isn't, you know, just a rebadged Chinese import and, and cut a profit off of it. Right. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, if their profit was max like 10 bucks a pedal or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds about right. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't no. know for sure. <laughs> I'm just waiting for somebody to, you know, throw one of these in a, a big box and then say look at this great thing i came up with oh sure yeah uh oh my gosh <laughs> freakish blues it you yeah know. i've i've you know someone's gonna steal this now that i'm saying it i've had the idea of figuring out some simple mods for them and then coming up with a little modded by 60 cycle hum sticker and it's like now you've got a jhs pedal that's got a modded sticker on it or maybe jhs can do their own mods on their own pedals. <laughs> what if you what if you like do almost like nothing just you've like you change the knobs right right this is just, just like aesthetic like I, I give it a paint job like like you put white knobs on it or cream knobs oh, or something. just like yeah. something silly like that and just slap a sticker well, but, I, my thought with that, that hall reverb is it would be fun to do something similar to what i did with that uh electronic profit delay where i put like a oh. second a secondary switch on it like a momentary switch to yeah. to change the delay speed on it like the hall reverb would be really cool if i could you know momentarily max out the the reverb time right and have it mo momentarily go to a full infinite reverb trail when i want it like that could be a bunch of fun I, I have an expression pedal yeah yeah like an expression pedal would be fun too um, but I haven't opened it up to see if there's any room in there. Like the circuit board could take up too much room to actually. Make well, if you have any questions, I, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, a guy who mods pedals for, or I know, <laughs> I know like a couple, a, a handful. I, I, I might know more than two. I don't know. <laughs> <It's possible. laughs> All right, Scott, what's new with you? It would be really hard for me to track anyone down who does that sort of thing. <laughs> jump on social media and, and like someone out there would be like, oh, I, I can do that. You know? My gosh. Uh, uh, Scott. Oh, yeah. You asked me what was new with me. Well, yes. I had a bit of an amp drama over the last two weeks, which. Uh oh. Yeah. Like a love triangle. Yeah. Yeah. I've already had a love triangle issue with my amps, but. um. Yeah. So I've been tooling around with my Super Reverb again. I pulled it out of storage and been messing with it because um, I got a two notes Captor, I don't know, Captor X, I don't know, two, three, four, five weeks ago. I don't even remember. Um, nice. Which the Captor X is amazing mm. how good it sounds and how easy it is to use. It really is quite fantastic. Um, 
I was but, looking at this a little while back because I've been looking for an attenuator. Yeah, I mean, the, the basic captor would be an attenuator for you. Right. The captor X gives you that IR loader. So yeah. it actually make you able to record really quietly and then actually get like a, a decent signal back for like when you're trying to record your demos or whatnot. But you need two of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you commit to a stereo rig and everything gets twice as expensive. Yeah, you need the you need to get that that sponsorship working for you, and then yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but in the process, I blew a fuse in my uh in my super and went oh. went through the whole. All right, what can it be? And then took the whole amp apart, checked all the filter caps, changed the preamp, nice. changed changed the power tubes, still shorted. Had to go to a new buy another fuse, and then want to swap in the rectifier tube, and now everything's working. So I. You don't hear about people killing rectifier tubes a lot, but that's what I did. I guess it rectified the situation. Oh boy. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm not even like disappointed in myself on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by what I said. That was a good one. Oh, that one hurt a little. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, Ep- anyway. episode title. I call it. <laughs> well, I'm surprised you're not making fun of the fact that we're on episode 182. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I just I blinked, and here we are. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you, thank you, Ryan. <laughs> you can sample my side sound and use it in the future. <laughs> we need to get one of those roadcasters oh. and just have that as a sample. No, just actually, he's giving me direct audio of him. So yeah, I, I will make that a ringtone for whenever Ryan texts me. It just goes. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Listen, if you guys listen, put it on put it on the iTunes store. So we'll no, make it's going to be a Patreon. It's going to be a Patreon discount nice uh patron right. benefit just like the hot dogs are a sandwich from diaz um that, mm-hmm. that ringtone came out i don't know a year or two ago um anyway so yeah i got that and then off black friday i picked up the sonar works uh bundle which is a speaker tuning software for your studio monitors comes with a microphone and whatnot so now i have flat speakers and headphones so how uh, like you're you're someone who professionally has opinions in that direction. Do you think professionally that that's something you should, could recommend to your everyday user? Uh, I would. I would also say most everyday users don't want flat sound. That's true. So I actually well, threw exciting spicy sound. <laughs> I threw a mid hump. Yeah, I threw a custom EQ curve on mine. That's like sort of what an ideal PA sounds like. Because usually an ideal PA has a bass bump around 100 hertz, and then it kind of starts tapering around like 4,000 hertz. Mm. That's your average PA speaker. I so, thought it was FRFR. Yeah, no such thing. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, have, we'll have to bring our other uh, yeah acoustics consultant on board. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's new with me. That was the only Black Friday thing I bought. I've got an idea. Well, what if we do an episode where we just get scott and cole to talk about acoustical engineering and you can just play it to help you fall asleep it'll help <laughs> cure insomnia <laughs> uh a, a friend of mine at uh i 
think from church. No, 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 no. An older friend of mine, he doesn't go to my church now. I remember remembering correctly. He's he's working on starting a podcast where all he does is he reads vintage technical manuals in like a slow monotone voice. And it's like an ASMR thing, like to put you to sleep. He'll find like technical manuals for like old pieces of machinery and stuff like that and just kind of read it. I'd be down. Like, yeah. I'm not even upset about that. Like, the, yeah. yeah. Way to go. All right. Um, well, I have nothing new because, well, money sucks. Um, yeah. So I guess we can move on to gear news. Let's sure. do it. All right. So the first thing on the list is we've already talked about. Uh, JHS Pedals added the Hall Reverb, Flanger, mm-hmm. and Phaser to its affordable three series. I, I want to get the Phaser because I like the phases. The phase is fun. I've, I feel like it would be similar to... Uh, a boss phaser yeah it kind of is it's i don't know my, my first pedal ever was a, a boss ph2 i think it was, it was yeah. one of the phasers and yeah. i wouldn't say it reproduces that but it definitely gives you like a, a three knob phaser with you know an option switch that gives you like two different sounds i think the the boss one had three different oh it had two sounds and then like a cocked wah setting or something like that like where it's it's just a static setting. Oh. Yeah. I think that's the way the boss one worked. But yeah, like I mean, all the three series stuff is definitely like hitting for that very standard commercially available in the 90s style pedal circuit where there's not tap tempo. There's not any sort of fancy marketing things. It's like, here is a basic pedal with, you know, the standard sound that you expect with these things. Yeah. And for an amazing price $99 $84 on Sweetwater if it's still Black Friday when you're listening to this probably not how yeah. long how so, long are the Black Friday deals going I, I imagine it's like a week or two actually well it's like Forever. Cyber Monday week now so it's like yeah maybe yeah yep all right um so let's uh, let's just move on because we already talked about that um so Let's gone. talk about let's retread everything again. Like, so let's, I'm going to talk about yeah. the hall reverb for about 20 minutes. So buckle okay. up. You know. Hey, hey. So, <laughs> would you ever think about modding the reverb? <laughs> never. I'd never. I'd never sully a circuit and and go in there and try to do anything. There's no way. Someone who is yeah. half listening to this podcast just went. Wait, wait, wait. Did I just skip something? What what just happened? Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember if we recorded that bit or if that was just us chatting before the show. Yeah, we still got to talk about Greek hot dogs. <laughs> no, They're kidding. not Greek, hot dogs. They're I know Greek, Greek, Greek tacos. tacos. I know chalupas. They're Greek chalupas. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about gyros. They're just they're just Greek t- chalupas. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, now I want a chalupa. Like I don't even want a. Man, I don't even want a hero. Good. I want a. I want a chalupa now. Dude, um, ever, ever since the Taco Bell opened up like three blocks from my house, I'm going there for lunch like once a week now. For five bucks, you can get a whole lunch. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I haven't ate out in quite a while, so it's been actually pretty good. Um, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. The last time I ate out was whenever I uh, took my kids out to eat, and like, yeah. I mean, you know what? Actually, the problem is, is I found these like uh, little chicken cordon bleu things at the local grocery store, and they're like ninety nine cents each. And I'm just oh, those really things are cheap. awesome. Load up when those yeah. things go on sale. 
I bought a box of them, the whole box. I just took it off the shelf and took it up there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like I'll take I was like I'll take all of them. And the yeah. girl looked at me weird. I was like, "What?" Like, yeah, and you can actually most toaster ovens can cook those. You don't even need I to just, heat up your whole oven. And... So how how many of those do you eat a day? Two. All right. That's that's about one and a half more than you probably should, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to eat the the Marie Callender's chicken. Are we, how how big do you think these things are? They're like I, I'm more concerned about how much sodium's in them. Yeah, salt bomb. I, I drank a lot of water. It, it washes it out. Don't think that's how that works, but okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the salt doesn't count if you drink water. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, I think long term it does work that way, but short term you're still putting a lot of salt in your body. <laughs> It's okay. still there for a little while. Well, you know what? Find something healthier that's ninety nine cents, and I'll, we'll be down. All right, let's yeah. let's stop. Did you know that you, don't pee, that you don't pee the water from what you drink? You pee water out of your blood. Yeah, because then your body. What? what? Yeah, you don't. Dr- right. you, like you don't. You don't. You're yeah. not peeing water that you drank and it stayed in your stomach and went through your intestines. You're peeing water that's come out of your blood. So, so but how come like, how come whenever you drink more water and you're more hydrated, your pee is clear? Oh, it goes like, into your blood. It goes into your blood first. So, but, but so it's a fast process. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, okay. you, here's here's how it works. You drink a bunch of water to flush all that salt out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the all that water gets absorbed and takes all that salt into your blood. All that salts in your blood, and then it all gets flushed down into your balls where the pee is stored, and then you pee it out. <laughs> I don't can think that pers- last part's entirely you, accurate. Can you get prescribed you medical marijuana? <laughs> can, well, can you get prescribed medical marijuana because of this condition? <laughs> it depends. Do you have IBS? I do. <laughs> you have the right kind of IBS? I don't. Ah, no, you can't. You can't get it. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> no one's gonna have any idea what we're talking about, right? <laughs> it's fine. They're, they're, they're used to it. <laughs> Honestly, everyone's just going to listen to this episode because they know you're on, and it's just going oh, no. I mean, to be ridiculous. You guys are we had over- our, my, uh, our most downloaded look. episode was when Steve came on last week, and that was a complete gong show. So, <laughs> <laughs> let me know if I uh, if I surpass Steve in ridiculousness. Have, have we talked about know- how we now have like 20 listeners from Serbia? Oh yeah, dude, we're kicking ass in Serbia. Yeah, I thought you were going to say total. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We have dozens of listeners, Ryan. Dozens. dozens. And most of them are in Serbia. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just like when kids join onto like uh, video games to chat with each other instead of playing. Like there's a right. community of people out there that are using like the comment section of your. Of your episodes to chat with each other. That's where most of your plays are. Oh God, it's just a Serbian chat room. That, that is interesting, though. That's a lot of people in Serbia. Again, any anytime I see that, I haven't checked those sorts of stats in a long time. Uh, but anytime I see that, like on on the Podbean stats or whatever, like yeah. oh man, we've got five listeners in Iraq. I <laughs> there's, two, there's two scenarios in my head. It's like okay, there's there's GIs there. There's like an army base there or something, right? Or it's just people using VPNs. Yeah, <laughs> we're at, we're at 24 listeners in Serbia, 30 in the UK. 
you have almost as the same amount of listeners in Serbia as you do in the UK. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't, something's wrong. Funny. At one point, Serbia was our second highest country. That's weird. Are we, did they, are we, maybe it was third. I thought they were like up there with Canada at one point. Yeah, they were Serbians, Serbians. You're listening right now. Tell us what's up. Is there like a huge Serbian fan base? Like what's one going listener on? and unknown. <laughs> Hello, our listener and unknown. They're I, in what, orbit. I think our first thought process was my girlfriend's family was listening to our podcast, but she doesn't even know uh-huh. about this podcast. So I don't you really have, know. You have, you have Serbian like adjacent people in your life. My my girlfriend is Serbian. Yes. Yeah, I said it in a fancier way. Yes. <laughs> We got a listener in Croatia. I didn't know they had internet in Croatia. Again, I think that's really mean to Croatia. I, I think I believe I, was, I believe Croatia has internet. I I believe they're a fully modern country. They might be. They're I honestly have no idea. Where are they? <laughs> they're it's they're in the Balkans. Yeah, they're they're all that's all former Yugoslavia over there. Before uh, before the nineties. The USSR. Uh, that was not part of the USSR. Okay. Well, the Beatles did a song about the USSR. So, all right, let's move on because because <laughs> we're we're imagine, not. Imagine growing up in one country and then the rest of your life like that country doesn't exist anymore. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. My boss is from uh, uh, Turkey. Well, yeah, and Turkey's changed a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Are right, um, what were they? Uh, is he Armenian? I, I haven't gotten that far okay. into his life. Well, that was a wrong ask turkey. Him. First time you see him, hey, are you Armenian? Just ask him. You either no. get a very violent response or yes, thanks for noticing. Um, yeah, if he, if that he will tell you weird. what side of that conflict he was on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It won't affect your job at all. Like, just ask him. Yeah, yeah. And Honestly, if he, if he is Armenian, ask him if he knows any of the Kardashians. That's because that's the logical next question to ask. Right, right. You guys really want me to get fired, don't you? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. If he's like, "Yes, I am," like, and then just be like, "Oh yeah, like the Kardashians." He'll love it. He'll love it if you do that. Like people love those sorts of associations. Mm-hmm. Gone fishing effects has come out with version <laughs> two point of Simon Neil and uh, of the Simon Neil pedal boom blast. I don't know if I said that right. If it's boom blast or boom blast, boom um, slash blast. Okay. Do you say the slash? I think I think it's required because it's not a boom blast. Like what if clearly slash signed his name with just a slash, like a backslash? Yeah, just just a. He wanted to do the Prince thing, like yeah. Just, I'm a symbol now. I'm actually a, a key on your keyboard. Every time you, formerly known as semicolon. If you, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about your IBS anymore. Um, <laughs> 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 and then he like tries to copyright yeah. the key on the keyboard. He's like, if you use that, you owe me a royalty. Yeah. Oh, that's me. We're, we're getting pretty close to that. All right. So Simon Neal. Is uh, apparently the guitar player slinger for a band called Biffy Clyro um, that is popular in a country in which we have 24 listeners, uh, or a little bit more than that. Um, so all of you guys over there, tell us who the heck that is. 
Do you seriously? You've never even listened to Biffy Clyro before? You serious? Yeah, no. I'm he even did like a rig rundown. Like he he's been around for ages. I you I've keep like, name, but I don't think I've ever listened. Like you keep like describing things. Like I'm magically like, oh yeah. No, when I look at that name, I think of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, fair enough. So, yeah, he's a he's a big component of a metal zone, in uh, in a very unironic way, and they do kind of like a punk heaviness thing. Okay, well, that's cool. So they've been around for a while. Um, I like it. I mean, I don't. I don't it's I I like the look of it. It's kind of it's artsy. Yeah, it goes on sale uh, Tuesday the thirtieth at eleven a.m. on Which is the yesterday. Biffy Clyro store. Yeah, as of airing, our Patreons will be able to get on this or before then. Um, I, if I recall correctly, the first run of this sold out like almost instantly. So, um, if you're interested in this, it's a you know a fuzz boost circuit together. Um, check it out. Grab it. It's spelled with five O's. The boom blast. Turn your booze into boom. I no 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 no. All right, but speaking of yes, um, Strymon uh, for Black Friday went all black on a few pedals. Um, one of them I thought was a little bit lazy was the L cap because it was already kind of a dark pedal. So like, well, isn't but, the iridium already black? It was, I was seeing people make posts about the iridium being part of that. No, it's the timeline's already black. already black too. No, well that, but that was I mean that that goes along with the L cap where it's just a dark color. The timeline is not black like it's not no no it's like a grayish color i do like the black big sky though did they just release a, a black version of it then in this this run because what because i'm looking at a well i guess it's you would argue it's it's light black but i'm looking at an all black timeline i don't think you are <laughs> Is this a Marvel movie are. now? Like I'm looking at an all black timeline. Like is this like a Wakanda thing? Like what are you? <laughs> oh, that's like, that's like Community where uh, they have the darkest timeline and then there's the all black timeline. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, I I think this is interesting. I think there's there's a certain person who wants an all one color pedal board that will jump all yeah. over this. Um, I'm glad yeah. they didn't go with black lettering on black because those are impossible to see when you're on stage trying to adjust things. Yeah. And I made that yeah. mistake a few times when, was it two, three years ago, blackout pedals were all the rage and people were buying them. So yep. I still kind of want one of those black DS1s. I never use a DS1, but yeah, I would kind of cool looking. Yeah. But I would get it and I would, I would definitely change the guts for an older one. Oh, sure. So that it could be modded. I wonder if you could easily change the guts. Just I mean, I, like I figure, I mean, it's the same case. Yeah, you should be able to just swap the guts, no problem. Yeah, just remove the nuts, swap the guts. <laughs> sure. That's what kind of everything's all right. Anywho, right now, all right, everything's making me giggle. Anyway, speaking yeah. of alternate uh, colorways for Black Friday, Walrus did their entire pedal line featuring national parks. Yeah, and that I was... love this. That's way cooler than just like, oh, here's some black strymons. Like, so last year, didn't they do like the Native American style designs? Yeah, like they kind of like 
um like those the, the, the southwest team like yeah. the the mexican blanket sort of look and stuff like that yeah was that last year or was that two years ago I don't know. I still don't like it though. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> I just didn't. I thought I did not. It was one of the ones that I did not like. This is very yeah. interesting because I have. Have you ever seen a company do something like this? Like something in a sense of like, I don't know how to like describe it. What do you mean? Like they things. they do special edition art every year. Yeah. 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 Wal Walrus is, is really proactive with their art. Yeah. These look, these look fantastic. There's, there's a very, I mean, it's, it's all a single artist. So it has a very consistent feel and look. Um, and also, it's kind of fun because when you like this year was the most visited year in national parks history. Oh, yeah. Like, so people are, are fresh on, on a camping high. Mm -hmm. And it's the same, it's the same sort of like, target market that walrus goes for is the demographic of you know kind of like the kind of hip 20 something year old you know that that gets out and has you know aesthetic choices in their life and stuff like that yeah because i mean there's I just, also this like there's a certain type of art for every national park there's like those national park hats and like everywhere yeah. you go there's that that type of one right. i have a fake one that i wear once in a while that says Tatooine Natural Park National Park on it. Um this is that kind of art too. So it just really yeah, totally. it really captures it and fits it in a really nice way. I like the monument one. Where's the monument? It's got the horse on the front. I like the 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 arrows. Mm. I like um Oh, you like the 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 one that has arches on it? Yeah, the arch. Uh What's the other one? Oh yeah, the monument looks the, fine. The horse. Uh, the one I really like is the Deep Six, which is funny because I don't really use compressors ever, but I love that color scheme. The Fathom oh, yeah. looks really cool with the Joshua Tree. I actually mm -hmm. like the ARP eighty seven with. Yeah, the dandelion or whatever that is. Uh, yeah, I get. Is this supposed to be a sunflower, maybe. Are there two Julias. Well, yeah, there's there's one with a moose. Yeah, it's one the other of the Juliana. Juliana. Yeah. The Juliana is the stereo one. So if you want the stereo one, it's got uh, like a like a, a a redwood on it, like a big sir redwood, mm -hmm. and then the regular Julia has a moose. I really do like these. Like the three eight five is awesome really too. Too bad it's sold out already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're picking on art alone, then it it, it gets tricky. A little the. I mean, what Walrus is, is one of those companies that you could legitimately build a board of all Walrus and be very happy and get everything done yeah. that you need to get done. Did so they rename sure. the slow? No, no, that 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 name is just for uh, that because if you look, um, it does say in the description the slow multi texture. That's the slot. Why did they do slot? That's the, the. I'm guessing does that have something to do with the park? Is there a park name to that? We've got a mystery. Big Bend. I don't know why it says slot. There's, there's some joke there that we, we don't get. Yeah, the slow is a good. Oh, pelt. it's, a, it's a variant. It's a variant of the slow, but has the ability to create and save three presets. So the what? slot has three presets. That's wild. Yeah. Okay. 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 
So they're, they're sliding the circuit as well. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Um, let's keep, let's move on. Um, so, the, well, you, Brian already done a video about this, didn't he? Probably, whatever it is. What is it, Diaz? It's the, the, it's the Fender's Acoustasonic Player Telecaster. Oh. <laughs> and you guys haven't recorded in a while if that's new. Uh, it came out the day well, after we recorded two uh, weeks ago. Yeah, we we took a we took a week off for Thanksgiving. Smart. Yeah, yeah, it's I, it exists. I have one. I have two Acoustasonics now, so I can play them in stereo. <laughs> oh my gosh! Learn how to play I, with your toes. You can learn to... <laughs> yeah, I I I think that I th this is the news as far as I'm concerned with that is I think Fender pulled back the launch on that one a bit compared to the last Acoustasonic launch. Oh, and they, they did the Jazzmaster and people were so mad that it was just everywhere. They sent out, you know, hundreds of them, like literally, I think yeah. hundreds. They were sending them out to people that were like influencers, but like not even within guitar. Like they're just like, here, yeah. you, put, you got good numbers. This in your picture. Yeah. yeah take, take a picture of this, put it on Instagram or whatever. And I saw, I saw a little bit of people reacting to the new one that way like oh really oh this this whole thing again but then like no one else would respond to it and no one else is like yeah yeah this sucks that they're doing this again i think i think the hate is over i think <laughs> like the knee-jerk reaction to like oh every oh they're they're overdoing this is over i think people are fine now they were it was, it was that and was it was it the walrus pedal that well, yeah, Walrus really overreacted to as well because it was a really big launch. Walrus used to do huge launches and they've pulled back from that. Like, I haven't been included, I think, in the last three Walrus launches or something like that. Whereas, like, I did every launch they've done for like six years before that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that they're changing up their marketing strategy. Uh, it might honestly just have to do with them being bigger now and pushing for a more retail space sort of audience versus a direct sales sort of audience. Like mm -hmm. I think I saw that happen with GHS when they transferred to more retail centric sort of marketing where they're like, well, let's let the retailers do the marketing and we're just going to provide the product. So I'm, I'm just speculating. I don't know if that was the thought process for any of them. They might've just been like, Oh, we're tired of paying for demo videos. <laughs> it, yeah. There might just be an ROI where they're like, we have a smaller budget, so let's just do right, Totally. Yeah. I mean, JHS only recently started hitting me up again, and it might be because I went out there and visited them. <laughs> Maybe they feel guilty now or something. <laughs> they're just like, we, we yeah, had enough like, with you or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we don't send one to them, it'll be awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people were like, oh, this thing, you know, is an absolute failure. And I, I would actually say, I think this is like one of the most successful Fender launches in recent memory. I mean, I've talked okay, so to a couple different retailers that I had contact with, and I was like, hey, how, how do these sell? How does the Acoustasonic sell? I, I asked them when Fender told me they were going to send me the new one. Mm -hmm. And all the retailers were like, oh, they sell just fine. None of them were like, we can't believe it. It blows out the doors. But they were all like, yeah, yeah they sell fine. Like, people buy these. But if you, you know, read the comment section on the internet, 
then people are like these are sitting on on short on store shelves and no one's buying them and they're just you know like why are they doing this to us like everyone acts like they're being attacked by these guitars oh, yeah. so the only thing i've had the only thing the only reason why like i'd have any i think the hardest part with them on this guitar was the fact that they've done these before right and they were horrible well and oh, yeah, there was the, the what was the kramer yeah version that was just an absolute pile well well yeah. even i mean just i mean i remember being in high school going to sam ash and playing one of the teleacoustics and it was just the most god awful yeah like frustrating to play and those did sit on the shelves and i feel like a lot of these people are projecting that onto these and not giving this run a fair chance and and fender has shown that they can improve just like look at the Fender Mexican series from the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Compared to now. A lot of people are still, even though they're almost half price now, they're down from 18, $1,900 down to $1,100, I think, or $1,200. Mm-hmm. There's something like seven or $800 cheaper than the USA made ones. And when the, when I covered the USA made jazz master, people were like, Oh man, if it was half price, and now that it's half price, people are like, oh, man, if it was half price, <laughs> if yeah. it was $500, then I would buy it. Okay, I have a feeling if there was a $500 version, you'd say if it was $250, then I would buy it. You know, like this. Yeah. So, so now we need a square version of this? Is that, is right. that what it is? I, I can't imagine a square version existing that isn't a complete redesign of it. That would be like a throwback to that the, 90s the version. one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ovation plastic backed style yeah. one with the terrible neck. Like they, they, the electronics the are that, really what makes this thing. Yeah. But what, what was shocking to me is that the body and the neck, the fretwork, like the, the full feel and appearance of the guitar mm-hmm. is pretty much exactly the same as the USA made one. Right. They didn't, they didn't sacrifice anything in that direction. And what they did is they pulled back, you know, the uh, the abilities of the electronics, right? Mm. And then they changed out anodized metal backplates for plastic. <laughs> they gave it a battery clip, and they, oh, really all they did is they they pulled out, uh, they pulled out how many? They pulled out four modeling options off the switch versus the American <laughs> versions. So you went sure. from having six, you went from having um, 10 options down to six. Hmm. Oh, gosh. I know. It's a tragedy. How horrible. Yeah. yeah it's the, thing, the, the, the thing <laughs> to me that I miss going from the American to the, uh, the, the Mexican one is that they took out the body sensor that you could do like tapping stuff with. Oh, I, I don't do tapping stuff, but like. I think that's a big feature for a lot of acoustic players, especially a lot of acoustic players that play with an electric style mm. and are using loopers and stuff like that. Like they want that to be there. So I feel like that was a big misstep on their part as far as the Mexican version. Also, it sounded really good. I really liked the sound of the uh, the body sensor setting on the Jazzmaster. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Um, speaking of things that are kind of crazy, Epiphone has the billy joe armstrong les paul jr out and the price on this is pretty insane so this is so it's like 550 for this model versus which is is a step up from like the 400 that the the regular regular one goes for but compare this to 
gosh, how much was the full fledged Gibson? Oh, uh, like eighteen hundred. Yeah, something, something like up there. So that's the right price for a Green Day guitar. Like, yeah, like it, it's a, when when like Blink One Eighty Two. I mean, this is the one hundred eighty second episode, so this is. Oh yeah, when Blink One Eighty Two when they came out with you know that signature, uh, you know Gibson for them, and it's all expensive and stuff like that. That's not punk. Right. That's not that's not the audience of you know one of these pop punk bands. Like that is the correct price and the correct model for Green Day. It just is. Right. Well, it, even though Green Day kind of, they, I mean they've they've stayed pretty much pop punk. I mean Blink One Eighty Two has moved into some not pop punk territory, in my opinion. I wouldn't know. I I stopped listening. To yeah, I haven't listened to stuff. To, I haven't listened to Blink One Eighty Two since probably the early two thousands or something. I haven't listened to them in like probably about a week, and so. I never listened to them intentionally. I want to be clear, you know, I okay. never chose to listen to them, but they were all over the radio for. I was well, forced. It's, it's San Diego, so is there any escaping yeah. them? It. Yeah, I mean, I got burned out on Blink One Eighty Two really fast on here, but like Green Day, like I learned how to play guitar listening to Green Day. Like that's just the reality. Like, oh, here's a song with four power chords. Right now, I know how to play guitar. Like I can thank Green Day for that. So, yeah, and everyone learned Basket Case, like because mm -hmm. it was just moving down the the neck. Yep. I mean, it, it's you, you're absolutely right. Like punk guys are the right guys to sell entry level guitars. And this is it an Epiphone? This it is, is an, an Epiphone. Epiphone. Yeah. Yep. So With yeah, this this gets the kid wants to learn accessible music, accessible guitar. It, right it's the right mix of all that together it's actually why like way back when if you remember there squire tried to do an avril lavigne right same thing it was the it was the on-ramp and that's why they chose to do it that way with totally. that population group and then yeah i mean it i i like seeing more and more of these artist models be at the the squire epiphone level and yeah yeah in the door and yeah you got to pick those artists that like like Green Day that are simple that people are the f that's the first band that they learn how to play. I mean that's kind of like uh I don't know. I mean you'll get nothing but like middle-aged dads but like imagine if they did a signature like an Epiphone Angus Young signature right uh, at $500 or 450 something yeah, like but, that. But like Angus Young is not on-roading 12-year-olds to guitar anymore. No. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about those middle-aged dads that want to learn how to play guitar. But they like, actually have money; they could spend the Angus Young. It doesn't matter. Like you're just getting a red SG. Like the mo actual model specs don't matter. I'm I'm assuming. I mean, this year you know, Les Paul Junior with the hot rod P90. Yeah, like if does it have the stacked P90? For no, no it's just the P90 Pro. Yeah. Oh, okay. But still, I mean, it's you know. It's the Les Paul Special with a P90. Like you can't go wrong with that. Like that's a great first guitar for for any kid. Yeah. Like that's one of, the, one of these things where it's like it doesn't matter if it is a signature guitar. It's a cool guitar. I mean, I mean, Esteban's been killing it with his entry level guitars for <laughs> so <Esteban>. long. <laughs> I, only, I, I only know him from right. the infomercials. So there's that. My, uh, you know what? 
you know it's one that like always has, has made me like upset that has just a horrible line is keith urban guitars oh my gosh that's what i was going towards uh did you, my, did you my, just my, read my mind no my mother-in-law because he brought up esteban uh, <laughs> my mother-in-law is one of the few people left in the world who watches qvc or whatever <laughs> and you know she bought is you said it was keith urban right i think that's the yeah. one that she bought yeah yeah he's on qvc too so she bought she bought this whole package she's like i want to learn how to play guitar i bought this package ryan could you take a look at it and show me how to tune the guitar and so i go and i look at this thing oh the guitar is such trash it's so bad did, did who like, is this again i think i think it was it was either Keith no no, no. They're made the by Yamaha. Oh, my my mother-in-law. Did does she not like ever watch a YouTube video and see you got like, like a hundred on your wall? No, it was like a retail therapy thing where she wanted yeah. to buy something off of QVC. It didn't really happen. She doesn't really want to learn up like right, right, listen, listen, this is what you do. You were gonna record a video of you like you're on QVC and just sell her one of your guitars. And that's right, right. of a guitar. Well, like it's this trash guitar, but then it comes with this like literal like CD like envelope thing that you used to keep like a trapper keeper full of CDs or DVDs that you used to keep all your CDs in in the 90s sort of thing. But like dozens of DVDs like trying to teach you how to play guitar from like Keith Urban or Toby Keith or we're one of the Keiths. And uh I mean that's an antiquated like, notion you, in its in the first place. Like, are you are you actually going to watch these? Are you even going to start to watch these? And even yeah. if you are, this guitar is barely tunable. Like, how far are you actually going to get? Like, it just it felt really unfortunate. And I don't I don't think she's I don't I don't think she's learned how to play. And that's how Ryan had a vendetta against Keith Urban. Um, <laughs> it was one of the Keiths. I don't know which Keith. It's Keith Urban. I'm 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 willing to bet money on it. How much are yeah. they? Oh I'm sure it's uh, not cheap. Two fifty? Uh, uh no, probably closer to like four hundred, three hundred. Well you're buying the whole you're buying the whole yeah. the whole set's probably like, five hundred. Like yeah. it's it's a shame see. because like for that amount of money you could have gotten a much more playable guitar Oh, and just sure. been pointed at like Marty's uh, YouTube channel and yeah, been like, I mean, like, there you go. Okay. Even like um, any, any acoustic, like get her like a, a baby Taylor and be like, hey, go subscribe to Fender Play. Was it, a, was it an electric or an acoustic? It was an acoustic. Actually, yeah. Most okay, acoustics so those are like 200. Like, most, most Fenders come oh, no. with Fender Play now too. So there's... Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. A two fifty um, could have gotten a strat a square strap pack and all right. tossed the amp away after two days. That's right, right. Urban. <sighs> Freaking Keith Urban. All right. So Gretsch's refreshed players edition hollow body electrics pack and updated FT sixty seven filter trons. All right. So Gretsch has more guitars that look the same. <laughs> That's pretty much what I see. I have such Vince a hard time Roddy. keeping up with with Gretsch's lines. Just partly, yeah. it's the name and number system. There, it's, there's there's either a Falcon, a Penguin, or like an Electromatic. Like, I mean, these are the six thousand series, so these are the nice ones. Yeah. So they got new pickups. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things where you know the the big Gretsch fans will debate every little detail. Oh and everyone gosh, else is like, uh, it kind of kind of looks the same. 
I don't know. No, no, no. You don't understand. Uh, freaking Chet Adkins one time sneezed in the same right. room that these pickups were designed in. Like yeah, I, I've like, seen what? people like in forums and stuff. Like, oh, you don't want to. You don't want to get that one. It was made during the wrong time. Like, yeah, 80, 84 through eighty six. No way. Don't even bother. And I was like, I'm, you know, making those numbers up. But it's like that. It's that vibe of like. Mm-hmm. Okay, I you know I just want to play a guitar. I'm not ready to like read all of Wikipedia. (laughs) It's funny because I associate that vibe with Gibson owners. Oh, totally. It's Gibson Les Paul guys. Like that's the vibe. The '80s Les Pauls were not good. Maybe because I skipped the whole anything older than a '56. You know, like (laughs) listen '79 or before, man. That's it. (laughs) And, And because like. I skipped a lot of the internet forum era and I just kind of came in in the Facebook Facebook era of uh, like yeah. guitar groups. Now, I associate right. Gretches with uh, praise and worship kids who can't have uh, a lot more money than see, they have skills. I I associate Gretches with like um, some old guy with like thin rim glasses, like wire rim glasses, like just kind of playing little like rockabilly stuff. Yeah. Like, I think I like the brian setzer association kind, kind of I, like there's there's a or little the bit brian style playing and all that did i make diaz angry <laughs> i don't know it's an awkward pause and i was like i'm gonna milk this i'm gonna just let it sit <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think we lost him for a second um Watch, he'll come in like mid sentence now on, a, on the end How of his rant. How dare you say anything about Brian Setzer? <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't want to talk about Brian Setzer. <laughs> All right, so the last thing um, Gibson gets evil with the Dark Edition SG Standard and Les Paul Studio. Uh, these are sinister looking versions of the studios featuring some alternate electronics, black hardware unique inlays and special logos on rich light fingerboards. The rich light part is cool. So it's interesting to see Gibson try to bring rich light back because they did and everyone got all mad at them. Well, they can't do anything without people getting getting mad at them. Fair enough. enough. And these are both coming in at about 1600, which is about right on for those price points for those guitars. Yeah, not bad. I mean, you know, I I don't throw sixteen hundred dollars around on guitars ever, but you know, it, I I want to trash on this because oh cool, another red and black SG, but it does look pretty sharp with a darker look on the hardware. Like it works. I think this red works. It's a little yeah. more like blood red. It's not quite the cherry heritage, whatever. Sure. I think it might it honestly might be the same, but just like the the dark hardware like makes it pop a little different. Yeah. Now I'm, really, I'm curious how they like, finish that hardware because I, speaking from experience, any anything that's not the natural color, especially a bridge like that, you're going to wear right through that top edge of it. With well, your chrome hands, isn't but, a natural color. That's chrome. Yeah, but for some reason, chrome seems to hold up better than things like gold plated. Oh yeah, well, gold is notoriously yeah. yeah. Gold is dirty the moment you look at it. Yeah. So they're the Super 57 humbuckers, um, which it's a Super 57 in the bridge and a 57 Classic in the neck. 
instead of the 490R and 490T, which is, you know, like that's the 490s are like the classic ceramic ones everyone tosses and immediately right, right. something else in. So if you're after the 57 sound, which sometimes comes in in all sorts of other models, that, you know, this could be the one to grab for you. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're dark I, and sinister I, looking, but at the same time, they're like passable as a normal guitar. Like I don't, I don't want these for me, but I can totally see these selling just fine. Yeah, like this, this is this is what people like. Like the remember in the '90s or early 2000s, whenever it was, they had the um, they had the goth SGs. They yeah, had the, the gothics. Gothics. That yeah. was the word. They didn't. They had an Edgar Allan Poe inlay on this. <laughs> some <laughs> SG back then. <laughs> like they licensed. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe's like, likeness from his estate or whatever and put it on a guitar. <laughs> I just cracked up at that a little bit. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I love guitar.com articles because you scroll down and it turns into a regular like clickbait website. Like there's an there's an article here about uh Sophia Vergara without makeup. <laughs> I Percy I wouldn't so know because I use an ad blocker. <laughs> And looks like a model. Amazon has millions of Prime subscribers, but if, but few know about dot dot dot. <laughs> remember <laughs> this one. Remember that girl from NCIS? You won't believe what she looks like now. Guitar.com, what are you doing? That's some ad service. Like everyone has it. I, I hate when news sites have that at the bottom too. These like, CNN had those, those ads for a while. These what twins were named most beautiful in the world. Guitar.com. Come on. If uh, you see this bug, you have a massive problem. <laughs> uh, this this shouldn't be so funny to me. And then it's and then okay, and now there's two guitar articles after a big block of ads. Meet the millennial who owns some of the world's rarest guitars. And then it goes back to clickbait stuff. It's so weird. Gotta love it. I mean, there's it goes on forever. Like these ads just go and go and go. Like they're they're doing a website thing, like trying to earn clickbait, click uh click bucks or something like that. Yep. All right, so what are we talking about now that I'm back? So we're, we're actually moving on now to Mono came out with a new version of the M eighty Vertigo ultra case who wants to guess what the new feature is another uh, another pa another zipper nope does it have a bottle opener nope oh i've been waiting for that bottle opener on a case actually that would uh, be a really good feature to add i could read um, is it bulletproof oh. or something in kevlar i don't know oh ooh, ooh, i know the answer i read it's wheels it's got wheels they added yeah. wheels to a gig bag so now, you know, this is really convenient for the people who, uh, you know, are longtime Healy users. Now you've got Healy's. <laughs> on Holy shit. I on want, I, listen, I, Ryan, I'm not, I'm, listen, I'm being 100% dead serious right now. If you do not reach out to Mono and have them pay you to do a review where you use 
fucking Heelys. <laughs> you were trying to convince me to kill myself because I will die if I, I try to use Heelys. I I believe in you, Ryan. I, <laughs> I believe in you so hard right now. <laughs> I am not going to learn Heelys Please. at this point in my life. And then Please. I'd have to buy Heelys. How long have I been a supporter of your podcast? Oh my gosh. Don't, it's don't been a while me. since you supported his podcast, yes. <laughs> That's true. I support <laughs> them emotionally. <laughs> How long have you been? Well, let me check the books. Well, you supported me just fine. And then, don't, then don't, what happened? Then, well, well, I started. I started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I've I've never personally financially supported any of anyone else's podcast even though they've been financial supporters of mine <laughs> that's because you're on the top of the food chain you're on the top of the ml of, like you're at the top of the pyramid dude you got to understand that you you mlm'd and didn't even realize no, here's that. here's what it is steve does all that steve yeah. like contributes to other people's podcasts because he's got a real job this is my job and i've got to pinch every penny to make that, that would that would be some type of like screwed up podcast tithing. <laughs> you right, have to put right. 10% back into other podcasts. And that's what if I have Philip a, Carter gives away part of his Patreon to charities. So you got that. He makes us all look bad. Damn. Yeah. I know. He's an angel. Listen, in all fairness, the Patreons uh, and all the supporters of the Inner Circle have bought me food before. Actually, a couple times. <laughs> so that's cool. Scott, didn't they buy your food at one point? No. Uh, Don't worry, we'll get you fed someday. I've I I've, I, I've picked up a meal for you guys. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a circle jerk. I can't remember. Like, I thanks. can't remember specifics, but I know I've contributed in in ways to, during nam houses and stuff like that i just can't remember what yeah <laughs> it's fine oh didn't i pick i picked up breakfast yeah you bought the you bought me and philip breakfast yeah. whenever we went That's to the airport no no like at at, oh. at the at the soul food place yeah he did he he scott you were there no i was not yeah. i was i was oh. Oh. I, I met up with a friend that morning that's right. Yeah, I bought so, everyone breakfast, and it was definitely my idea, and wasn't peer pressured into it at all. It, it wasn't like they all disappeared and then stiffed you with the bill, and you went, "Well, no, I guess we, I have to take it on." No, we sat there. We asked. We asked. I came it, out uh, of the bathroom, and they were all running out the front door. We asked the waiter, "Hey, don't you think the guy with the biggest podcast should have to pay for this?" <laughs> and he was like, "He was like, yeah, fuck that guy." And we all just looked at Ryan, and he pulled out the car. Any anyone who knows anything about podcasts should be like, "You guys can't afford to eat. You need to." Do all <laughs> okay. Yeah. First off, first off, just <laughs> judging by the athletic level in that entire group, Ryan, you could have ran for it, and you would have beat everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You don't have to be I fast. Like, I, you just have to be faster than everybody else at that table. Corey. Corey trips someone because yep. I mean he's a shorter guy. He, I've got I've got the leg length on him, but he's gonna have to trip me because. Uh, All right. Anyway, the sorry. the new vertical case comes in at three hundred and fifty dollars. Jesus, wow. take the wheel. Okay, so I have. How much are how much I, are the regular cases? Yeah, maybe on they're all own? expensive. I've always gotten them with a guitar. You know, like how about how about how much is it without the wheels? I'm looking it up. Because what if I mean, start... if, you're, if you're spending a lot of time in airports, I get it, I really do. Uh, yeah. So, but I think 
most people with getting gig bags aren't living that life. Yeah. I don't so I have I have a few issues with it, but it does solve one issue I have with mono gig bags, which is I'm so tall that when I wear my gig bag, I clip door frames. Oh, oh yeah. Oh dude, it's great. Um and I always have to like do an awkward duck when I'm like walking under doors. Have you ever hit a fan? I haven't hit a oh. fan yet. Oh yeah, no, I did at my own house. Nice. Uh it's not good. I but, used to jam my hand. I we, we in that first house that my wife and I rented, there was a ceiling fan above the bed, the master bedroom. <laughs> and I would wake up in the morning and I'd stand up and I'd stretch do a big yawn and then jam my hands up into the spinning <laughs> fan blade. And I did it at least a dozen times before. Like I had the muscle memory to stop I'm, doing that in the morning. Well, if, if so you haven't cleaned your fan in a while, story. the cloud of dust that then comes down oh, on your bed. It was nasty. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the classic so electric guitar gig bag is 230, but that's not the Vertigo yeah, series. But it doesn't have wheels. Like, yeah, I don't know if I want to. So, and how much anything with wheels gets right bounced there? around a lot. Ryan, what size shoe do you wear? Uh, twelves. Okay. I actually have a uh, smaller than average feet for my height. I've got petite feet. Yeah, but you actually can find the a size twelve in stores. That's true. That's true. So count yourself lucky there. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm against rolling gear because it's always small wheels on like concrete and junk and thresholds. Yeah. It shakes your gear up a lot. They're $55. You can get them in black and red for $41.67 Amazon Prime. Are you looking at wheelies right now? Or Heelys, Heelys? Yes. How much are they? Uh, you if, if you do black and red, they're $41.67 for a pair. In my size? Size 13, yeah. Okay, so so what's the price difference between the regular case and the the Healy case? A hundred bucks. So just buy the Healy's and then duct tape them to the bottom of a regular mono case. Well, I also know there's people who will buy those like elaborate like carts and stuff like that when they haul all their gear in. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't see a situation where this actually makes sense. When you think yeah. about like all your gear together. It's so, an upsell for people that go to the guitar shop and they're like, oh, I'm ready to start my new hobby. And they're the person who has a bunch of money and they're willing to be talked into upsells from the sales guy. This is 100. No, I'm sorry. For, for for some reason, like when I think of like this, like mono cases and everything, I think P-dubs guitar players because they want to spend. They feel like mm, price equals quality. And also it's about stature a lot of times. I feel I, like a lot of the cases are legitimately is... good though. No, oh. I'm not I'm listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're not getting great quality for the price. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is more it's more uh, I mean, look at they they spend they gotta get the Gretsch white falcon and all that. Like they 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 associate higher price with being like extreme quality, but in a sense of they have to like peacock and show their feathers that's i honestly cool feel thing. like the whole p-dubs guitar scene is waning like i when i when i go go into those groups out like i feel like people have become a lot more realistic they've they've pulled back a lot they still have you know they still have some nice stuff but it for a while there like especially years back like the whole gretch and veritas thing and the whole like kind of like high-end boutique guitars that everyone was flexing and stuff like that and the, and the whole like Oh, I've got, you know, 
you know, I've, <laughs> I've got redundant Strymons on my board. I need two timelines and stuff like that. And all the big MIDI switchers and all that. I feel like that has pulled back. How cool. I think the helix and all that kind of stuff has definitely kind of made. Yeah. Quick question, guys. If if you went to Burger King and the manager just fucking healed across the store, what would you do? <laughs> I'd be like, well, I guess I, I'm coming back here. I'm a, I'm now a burger. Talking about. <laughs> Call me the burger prince because uh, I'm about to move in and live here. I, I, I just can't wait to see a man of your build, Diaz. Get a running start. There's, there's a guy on. You know, I, I joined TikTok like a year and a half ago and there was nothing on there for me. And then I rejoined like months later. I was like, I'll check it out again. I'll dip my toe in. And one of the first accounts I saw was this middle-aged man who goes out and does like really awkward tricks on Heelys with rap music playing over it. And he's like, he's like, he's like one of us. He's like a, yeah. you know, somewhat, you know, out of shape, middle-aged man, balding a little bit, I think wearing khakis and a polo shirt and he's out there just like shredding on heelys but it's like it's all very silly you know yeah it but it's fun like i i showed it to my my sister she's like okay what's this guy's account i need to i need to follow (laughs) i mean you know what i I love it whenever it's something like that and it's someone actually doing something that they enjoy like right homeboy just enjoys riding his heelys to some some good music you know like yeah yeah do you do you yeah I mean, he looks like he's having a great time. People love watching it. Yeah. You know, I, you know, he's the age, like he's he's probably younger than me, but he's the age where he was probably rocking the Heelys as a kid, like as a young teen or something like that. Yeah, he's been he's been doing this for a while now. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, so let's hit our topic because we've been on this episode for a, a little bit. Seventy okay. minutes. Um, how long? Seventy minutes. Oh my gosh! All right, so we're gonna hit this really quick because we, um, so Reverb announced that the prs silver sky is silver sky outsold all u.s made fender stratocasters on reverb across 2021 um is that volume of units or is that money that's my question that that actually it actually is all fender electric guitars american made yeah it sold all fender made in america guitars any model any model, model. not all not all of them together okay not all of them together okay yeah yeah see that's the whole thing that's 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 my question with this is um the wording uh, so like like ryan said are we talking about uh units are we talking about dollars did because you read the article one, i did where does it where does it say it what does it say all rankings are determined by part. total order count and that wow. is the actual number of items sold, not the total price of sold items. Okay. So it is mm. quantity. Here's here's right, my so question. Here's, is that is that because Reverb has, you know, it, it has retailers on there, but mm-hmm. resale is kind of their bread and butter. Is that people buying them and then reselling them? Like, because that could. So here's the thing. Um, you've got to take into fact, uh, if you walk into your local guitar store, mom and pop's, Guitar Center, Sam Ash, Mars Music, if you've got the last one, you know, in Bend, Oregon, like Blockbuster. Um, You've got Fender everywhere. Right. PRS Silver Skies, not 
so much. So maybe, and, maybe it's a thing where it's like you kind of have to buy them online. Because yeah, and then yeah, with Fender, Fender guitars, you're like, well, if I'm going to buy a guitar that's seventeen hundred bucks, I'm going to go kick the tires and buy it in person in a local store. I mean, it depends on the store. I part of the other factor is like, this has been a boom last two years for Paul. Oh, so, yeah. so, hold on, hold they on. They have exploded it, it, in popularity. So, are they talking about the how many different? model of silver sky are there there is one model of silver sky okay but then they had they came out with new colors is the thing okay. well so okay. there's there's a rosewood and a, that's, and a that's maple the thing, though. but i think they both count but at the same time they're not differentiating the stratocaster between the maple and are um, they but what about made in mexico versus or so they are all separating made, made, are, made are, in mexico okay. they're, they're not saying also, like here's another thing to to consider it's a monolithic there, model you could are they comparing it to all USA made Fender strats or is it like Fender just model number Pro twos? It's American yeah. pro two. So they're comparing it to all American pro twos, but that's okay. not all American Stratocasters. Right. Correct. So there's so, a lot of other models that people can buy from Fender. Uh, these, USA numbers made. Sound, these numbers sound squirrely to me. Like there's right. some detail that's getting lost. Well, you know? so, so, a fucking if, conspiracy if you we look at the <laughs> where's my aluminum foil <laughs> ds breathe okay sorry um if you go to I'm the list scared. it is american player telecaster is number one qu most okay. quantity sold fender okay. player stratocaster is number two number three okay. is the john mayer stratocaster or okay john, so it's john not mayer silver sky the fourth is the squire affinity telecaster the fifth is american pro two strat so it's outselling the ampros yeah Bringing out all American strats. Yeah, it's, not all it's, American strats combined, just the Ampro. All right, maybe the maybe uh, this is just tacky writing. But there's multiple. There's other. There's other American strat models that are outselling the Silver Sky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, this is tacky this is still is this is, like, a little bit misle misleading. One hundred percent misleading. It is, but this is a huge, like, subversion of the market. Oh no. sure, sure. Well, and I. I, I I want to say that the 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 PRS uh, uh, Silver Skies are are really great. Like the ones that yeah. I every time I've played one, I've been like, this is a great guitar. Like it mm -hmm. feels great, and I don't hate any part of this. Uh, the only thing about it that I don't like from a personal standpoint is I don't like the little PRS cut out of the lower horn. I think it doesn't. It's not attractive to me visually, but yeah. the, it feels great. They sound great. I really love the custom hardware on them and stuff. But that is that is very interesting that they're so popular. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can see it. Also, I feel like there was, there's so many s Silver Skies that were resold, especially whenever it came out with the limited edition color. Sure. Um, that was like, a thousand. A thousand of them. Yep. Yeah, but there are so many resold. I'm just saying, like, it, I don't know. Well, what, here's what you guys can do. Listen. I have to admit, when they came out with the, the different colors and I saw there was a gold one, I hit up my PRS contact and I was like, can I has? And I, I could not has so you could not has all right well here's here's what you can do though you can go to our facebook group and you can continue this discussion um you can tell us how you feel about this and you know john myers and all that um mm -hmm. you can go to the effects loop.com it's got a link to all of that our instagram our youtube um we don't have cool videos like some people do uh and speaking of some people thank you ryan from 60 cycle hum of course uh, Inter enterprise for joining us on this episode <laughs> 
the 60 cycle hum corp yeah 60 oh my gosh <laughs> you just a uh, van pulls up steve's driving ryan just hops out grabs you throws you in <laughs> Keep the like secrets. Big, big robocop vibes with how do you think we got in the inner circle? Hum corporation yeah was inner, how do you think we got in the inner circle ryan and <laughs> snagged us up right uh, and then uh, also a big shout out to our patrons. Uh, yes. If you want to be a Patreon supporter, go to patreon.com slash the effects loop. It's makes us feel good. It lets us do fun stuff. Like whenever we go to uh, summer Nam, which they're screwing up this year. And uh, sorry, that was my oh, little stance on that. <sighs> I didn't know yeah. we were going to get political talking about seasons and <laughs> seasons and Nam. Yeah. Uh, all right. And also big shout out uh, bigger pedals for sponsoring yes. this episode. Go to biggerpedals.com, buy a pedal, awesome people, awesome p- pedals. And uh, I think that's it. Did I, did I cover everything, Scott? Huh? Yeah, he's not listening. All right, so we did good. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us once again for the effects loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Ryan. I'm Scott. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Hate annihilated, every heart is one, love again, so Don't buy